Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, and welcome back to another video. Today we got something else that I want to talk about regarding Tales of the Jedi. In my opinion, one of the best Star Wars projects that we've had in a very long time. So during the fourth episode of Tales of the Jedi, titled Sith Lord, we arrive at the moment where Qui-Gon's funeral is about to commence. During this funeral, of course, in Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, at the very end of the film, we didn't see Count Dooku at all. Which, of course, is weird, considering he was Qui-Gon's master and the closest to him. In this episode, we finally get the proper canon answer as to why Dooku didn't go and what I think would have happened if he had. So obviously the episode starts off in a very dark, brooding way. Dooku is looking at the Force-sensitive tree, which is really one of the only organic wooden things on Coruscant. We have to remember Coruscant is like this futuristic world just packed with buildings, with steel. And we see Dooku just reflecting upon it, watching as the leaves sway back and forth in the wind. Yadel tells Dooku that the funeral is to be held on Naboo soon, and Dooku says that he doubts he'll be pleasant company, and she asks if he holds the council accountable. Dooku turns around to look at her and callously says that Qui-Gon has become one with force. It's time to let him go. And of course, then we got the rest of the episode. So from this, we know two things. Dooku definitely blames the council for Qui-Gon's death, but also him not being there says a lot about what would have happened. And I often like to theorize on different things, obviously, hence the name of the channel. But this one really piqued my interest because I think Dooku, if he had gone, would have probably gotten to a fight with all of them. This inner anger had been festering against the Jedi in Dooku for a long time now. And of course, as we know, once he defeated Yale, he never went back to the Jedi Temple. Qui-Gon dying was really the last straw. Now, I think if the Jedi Council had taken this a little more seriously, they would have sent more Jedi Knights and Masters to Naboo to escort the Queen and to fight this Sith Lord should he appear again. But the problem was that they just didn't believe him. Just like how Jokasta knew said that Dooku's imagination was always a wild one. Now, paraphrasing. Where Dooku replies, saying that that's become more and more necessary here at the temple. Now, could you imagine if the Jedi Council had believed Qui-Gon Jinn and sent more Jedi with him? Imagine if Mace Windu and even Yoda showed up on Naboo. Or even just maybe Plo Koon and Ki-Adi Mundi. Heck, even Yadel. I really do think things would have been totally different. I don't think Darth Maul would have been able to take all of them. And perhaps that's a good fan fiction for another video. But what I think would have happened if Dooku had gone to the funeral of Qui-Gon, he would have probably tried to fight them all. And mainly Mace Windu, which I think would have been 
quite difficult. So here's the thing. If Mace and Count Dooku fought, which I'll make a video on, I made an old one like six years ago, but I'll redo it and make a new one from scratch. I think if Count Dooku fought Mace Windu while he was in the light side, Mace Windu would lose. However, now that Count Dooku was tapping into the dark side, with the aid and use of Mace Windu's fighting style called Vapod, I don't think Dooku would win very easily at all. I would probably have to give it to Mace Windu, sadly, based on this overpowered skill. Now, for those who don't know what Vapod does, it's the 7th lightsaber form and it's a variant of this form that Mace Windu created himself to channel the darkness that he has within himself as is. Now, it was explained in the book Shatterpoint, as well as a bit in the Revenge of the Sith novel, when Mace Windu was fighting Palpatine, he was essentially just recycling Palpatine's dark side energy back onto himself, kind of like a funnel. So in this way, whenever you're fighting someone who's very powerful in the dark side, it doesn't really make a difference because you could just use their energy back onto them, kind of passing through you and then ricocheting onto them, which funny enough is kind of what happened with Palpatine's lightning. Albeit, of course, I'm pretty sure he did that on purpose. Now, if Mace Windu and Count Dooku would have fought, I think the entire Jedi Order would have probably stepped in and tried to seize the battle and nullify everything and make them, you know, just sort of go their own way. But I think that wouldn't have been a good idea. While I would have loved to have seen Dooku at the funeral, it would have really helped with episode two we would have seen that hey who is this guy why is he here and then in episode two we see that he is the sith lord and we learn that he was qui-gon's master once he arrests obi-wan we'd be able to piece the things together without reading the comics or the books that come out but with this explanation of tales of the jedi it really helps us understand that dooku really wasn't an evil guy he was just misunderstood and no one really listened to him at all they all just became so disillusioned and so entranced with politics that the jedi really did lose their way and dooku saw this and he's old school and he said that you know this is really not the way of the jedi this is not how things are supposed to be and finally with them not believing qui-gon jinn his own student leading to his death count dooku was done and so this is when he started to give himself more and more to the dark side he was open to it and i wonder if they're going to patch this up or explain this a little more but from the plagueis novel dooku was having different interactions with sidious for quite a long time and he was getting to know him a little bit better and better until eventually qui-gon died and the jedi turned to politics entirely and became soldiers it also didn't help that mace windu was just such a jerk now with that fight at the funeral i think yoda would obviously step in and yoda was count dooku's master so i would even assume that dooku would probably fight yoda in that moment as well just fully stricken with anger and all of this pent-up rage so i believe him not going to the funeral was probably his last moment of self-control in the light side and he figured that he would eventually just overtake the jedi and plan to kill them another way through leading the separatists and the droid army but i do believe he would have taken every other jedi because he just was that powerful and that skilled in lightsaber combat he was always such an underrated character and i feel this show really helps fans understand why he turned to the dark side the way he did this show was by far my favorite star wars project we've had that disney has or at least under disney's rule has been created i think dave filoni is a real visionary and i think he stays very true to storytelling george lucas style of storytelling for star wars and of course the old japanese samurai movies now i would like to know what you guys think 
If Dooku had gone to the funeral, do you think he would have just reamed them out with words or he would have ignited his lightsaber and tried to fight them all? I think either way would have been interesting to see. Palpatine would have seen this and he probably would have capitalized on it eventually, of course. Dooku's always been a top favorite of mine, so I'm happy that we got to see more of his story and of course Qui-Gon's backstory a little bit too, filling in some gaps with the Phantom Menace. Let me know what you think about everything that I stated here in this video as well as Dooku showing up at the funeral and just how angry he was at the Jedi for allowing Qui-Gon to die and not believing him because ultimately it was really their fault at the end of the day. Thanks for watching my video today. I hope you all have a great day. Until the next one, remember my fellow Jedi and Sith friends, the Force will be with you always.